Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. LeBron James defending Kawhi Leonard, who catches and drives. Clippers down two. Fall away baseline. Short, great defense, James. It's the rebound. Ahead to Reddish with the exclamation point. What a comeback win by the Los Angeles Lakers. And it wasn't just LeBron on the offensive end. Made a great play defensively on Kawhi Leonard to knock it out of bounds. He's played well here with Toronto, though. Ooh, that pass. It is a sweet pass, and it's a big hit from the corner. Luka, a triple-double on his 25th birthday. A 30-point triple-double, no less. And before that, The Lakers with a huge comeback from down 21 in the fourth quarter. LeBron James, 19 in that fourth quarter to beat the Clippers on the road, he said with air quotes, uh, at Crypto. (laughs) And I I have a warning about those Lakers. We'll get into that. Uh, And Luka, the Mavs, baby, 8 out of 11. We could talk about that as well. Plenty of hoops throughout the day, both college and NBA. Plenty of of Combine as well. We'll take a look at both AL and NL MVP markets. And we will power rank today some of the worst or best, I don't know which adjective to use, but some of the biggest workout warriors from over the years at the Scouting Combine who maybe didn't quite live up to expectations once they got to the league. Welcome in to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth back in the fold today. As well, Ben Brown going to join us from Sumer Sports and Pinnacle next hour, about an hour and 20 minutes from now, to talk about the Combine and the NFL offseason in totality. I mentioned the association, Harrison Sanford of Stadium and MSG, as well as Inside the Green Room. New episode today with three-time NBA champ Danny Green going to join us in the third hour. But yeah, NFL offseason, always seemingly the lead story this time of year. So before we get into LeBron and the Lakers' big comeback and Luka's triple-double on his birthday, let's talk about the big move in the markets, my friends. Justin Fields now down to minus 425 to be the Falcons' next quarterback. The Steelers have moved back into plus money, moved all the way behind the Bears now, in fact, if you look at that market in particular. And with Ryan Poles talking the other day about how they've got to come to a decision soon, we know free agency is less, I think, less than two weeks away now or about two weeks away. They've got to make a move by then. We've said it for weeks now, Joe. The writing is on the wall. Caleb Williams is the guy for the Bears at first overall. The question now is, where where does Justin Fields go and what do the Bears get for him? But this would lead some people to believe, with everyone together in Indy for the Combine, that some information is floating around that maybe the Falcons are willing to do whatever it takes to make Justin Fields their guy. There are a number of reasons that this happened yesterday. Uh, There was a big move. And there's a difference between saying that the Falcons are the favorite to land Justin Fields than what you just said. Minus 425 favorite. The Falcons have been the favorite for a number of weeks, but now in one day, I know yesterday early on, it was out there, it was minus 200, minus 250. Now it's minus 425. Well, there's a lot that happened. One thing, Caleb Williams goes on ESPN and he talks about how he wants 
he'd love to play for the Bears. Talked about a different stuff he likes about Chicago that people outside Chicago typically say, you know, all that pizza, you know, garbage, whatever. It doesn't mean anything, right? And, and you know, my typical reaction to stuff like that, it's news if he says the opposite. It's news if he says, I don't want to go to Chicago. So people here are going over the top about it, overreacting to that. That's what he's supposed to say. I'm sure his team said that. His dad said that he should say that. Is it reality? I don't know. But it it means something because people were running with that dumb rumor, which I told you that morning was idiotic. Oh, he doesn't want to play for the Bears. Like that, that, that he was going to play that card. No, he's not playing that card. That's why yesterday was relevant with what Caleb Williams had to say. You mentioned what Poles had to say. And then... The perception is there was a a video released by Fields' manager of him in his kitchen, shirtless, jumping around, reacting to what Paul said, that if we move Fields, we're going to have to do it before we get to free agency. And so meaning it's close, and why would he be celebrating? Oh, well, maybe going to his hometown team in Atlanta, Aaron, and that's why they're minus 425 favorites. So there was a lot that went into that move yesterday, and uh, it's been the obvious move all along. And if I'm a Falcons fan, like of all the possible paths, yeah, give me fields on that turf. The upgrade from Ritter to fields, you know, I'm not the biggest fields guy. He's been disappointing so far, but that would be a significant one. I agree. I think it's a great fit, especially that he is from that area. And I love the move. I mean, this is why I love the NFL. Even here on February 29th, NFL is the lead. We've got managers leaking celebration videos and everyone's trying to read the tea leaves. Give me more of that. I think it... I actually didn't know about the Caleb Williams thing. Is it true? Is it not true? But of course, he's going to have to say the right things now, right? That he wants to go to Chicago. And um, that would be weird if there was some kind of shakeup there and he didn't end up going to Chicago. But last year, even with the rumors that Lamar could end up in Atlanta, I thought that was a great pick. And I love the Justin Fields to Atlanta Uh, If that happens, it seems like he certainly wants it to happen if you believe that's what that video was about. Or maybe he's just excited that his birthday is March 5th and he's just celebrating a little early. Sure, that's what it is. Yes, it's just an early birthday. They they jump up and down in their kitchen (laughs) and make sure somebody videos it. Uh, Chris, I was a little unplugged, but I know know you reacted to this. I, I thought that Fields unfollowed the Bears on all the social media platforms because he didn't want oh. anything, but no football stuff. He wanted to step away. He wanted to stop right. seeing it. I can't take mm-hmm. it. I thought that's what... Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I mean, he wanted to see more thirst traps and fewer fewer NFL headlines, sure, but um, he also didn't <laughs> want to follow the Bears anymore. I mean, it, it, it all folds in together. I'm happy. If this is the way it goes, okay, and it makes a ton of sense, Um for, I'm happy for Bear, the Bears and their fans. You're going to get your guy number one overall. You're going to get to extend the quarterback clock, as it were. I'm happy for Justin Fields. I think Atlanta is a great landing spot for him. What I'm not happy for, sorry, selfishly, give me like 90 seconds here, my stupid Pittsburgh Steelers, who were in line <laughs> to make this move. But, you know, there's a reason, guys. For just a split second, let me get serious. There's a reason the players in that locker room Rated gave ownership an F last year on those uh, report cards that came out yesterday. It's because ownership of the Pittsburgh Steelers has grown out of touch with the players and the fans and the game itself. 
You didn't notice that Mike Tomlin got the A. Mike Tomlin might be holding things together in that room. And ownership got the F because Art Rooney II is not even close to holding a candle in the direction of the shadow of his father's reputation, Dan Rooney, who was the once ambassador to Ireland, of course, and, you know, chairman of the Steelers, helped build the dynasties of the 70s and then a couple of more Super Bowl teams uh, 30 years after that. He's not in touch with what's going on. He didn't renovate the locker room like he said he was going to do. You know, he got new folding chairs uh, like they did in Kansas City. That's a Clark Hunt move. That's an Art Rooney II move. That's a, you know what, I'll save a few bucks here and there. We're a family-owned business kind of move. And what's going to happen is Justin Fields is going to get traded to the Falcons. Sorry, I'm near the end of my rant. Just let me get this off my chest. Justin Fields is going to get traded to the Falcons. Kirk Cousins is not going to sign in Pittsburgh because, God forbid, the Steelers spend big money on a quarterback not named Ben Roethlisberger. And they'll end up running it back with Kenny and Mason. And Kenny will be the starter, and Mason will have to swoop in, and who knows how well he'll do again. But that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers under Art Rooney II do. They just kind of try to skate by on past precedent and reputation. So good for Justin Fields. He wouldn't have done very well, I don't think, with Arthur Smith here in Pittsburgh. Anyway, if he ends up in Atlanta, <laughs> good for him. It's a good restart to his career. And now that's off my chest. <sighs> and we can talk about the Lakers. And something else I'd like to warn you about. <laughs> don't let last night fool you. Don't let last night fool you. A huge fourth quarter from LeBron. Huge fourth quarter for the Lakers. They beat the Clippers. That's wonderful. Don't let this fool you into believing that it's going to happen more often. It's one night, and this is not a sign, I don't think, of any great trend towards some sort of wonderful postseason run this spring, Aaron. Oh. Uh, oh, muted, muted, muted. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought... I was on uh, unmuted. I apologize. Yeah, LeBron puts the team on his back. That's that's cute. He did it like a month ago when they played Golden State and the team went into overtime. He decided to get up for that one too. I would not be buying into the Lakers in this heroic performance from LeBron. We all know he's capable of it from time to time, but I don't think that means anything in terms of betting any futures on the Lakers for me, Joe. Yeah, my reaction to last night was not about the Lakers at all. I was chuckling about the Clippers. So I obviously agree with what both of you had to say because it wasn't even on my mind that now it's a time to back the Lakers. Oh, this is when they're going to make their move kind of a thing. No, no. Um, we When we talked about this game, we're like, yeah, yeah but we knew it was going to happen, I think, results-wise. But we're like, I don't want to bet the Lakers. I don't want I don't want to bet the Clippers. I don't want to bet the Lakers. I don't want to bet this game. Uh yeah, it was awesome. 21 point comeback. You're gonna you're gonna allow only 16 points in the fourth quarter moving forward. Is that how you're gonna win? Like, no, that's that's not. <laughs> it it was more about the Clippers to me because that's it. Are are you buying in or are you completely out as a show? It seems like we're out on the Clippers. And that was my reaction to last night. And uh, they have uh, back to back losses for the first time in a long time. Yeah, so we're out on L.A. as a show, I think, whether it's Lakers or Clippers. And a city. Maybe it's, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> no, the, the no. city I actually I actually like, to be quite honest. The basketball teams? Uh, 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 maybe we should be in on the Mavs a little bit more. 8 of 11, Luka gets his 30-point triple-double on his 25th birthday. And 
we questioned the Nuggets yesterday, Joe. Aaron, just to recap, uh, since you were off yesterday, we questioned the Nuggets. Oh, wow. Because the, the Kings had won the first three matchups against the Nuggets this year. And we're thinking, ah, it's regular season. It's late February. What do the Nuggets care if they play a tight one against the Kings? Um, they cared. Uh, they cared a lot because after the Kings played a quality first quarter and had the lead, the Nuggets absolutely stomped them. Um, 117.96 is the final. But after the first quarter, it was nowhere near that close, Joe. Should have trust, trusted my gut. Not listen to you guys. See, that's what I get. Aaron, <laughs> I'm on the, the NBA the heater. Blame shifter. Look at I'm the blame on, shifter. It's no, I'll blame me. It's on me for listening to you. <laughs> it's, I'm on this NBA heater. And then uh, my first thought was, man, the Nuggets have got to be so sick of losing to the Kings. And then we're looking at the number seven and a half, and these guys talked me into it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's a matchup. I'm like, these no. guys talked me into that, it. Uh, yeah, uh, that was dumb by me. That was really stupid. Yeah, they were ready. <laughs> they were ready for them. No doubt about it. We have to talk about this game. How about I didn't know you were putting on that on TV, Gurch. Is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. Whoops. Eh, too it's late. Twitch. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Um, I, I missed something. Uh, uh, you double bird. Did someone swear? Yeah. <laughs> Paul was telling you oh. you were number one multiple oh, man. times. Twice. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, you could do that. On tw- right? Okay. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I was. I was in it was subtle. Up. It was very. Subtle. It was a real quick <laughs> like, double yeah. bird. Yeah. Wait. Then yeah. again, I get. Dickert see it and yeah, then like Gert's camera two, yeah, camera Gert's, two. Yeah, like, let's go to it. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is the thing. Gurch is already on vacation yeah. brain. He was telling me before right. the show he, he vacation next <laughs> week, next Wednesday, I think it is. He's gonna be out. He's telling me about all the awesome stuff they got planned. And he's like, nah, you know what? Paul's gonna throw double birds. I'm gonna throw it on the screen. All right. And I'm bringing Paul with me. Paul's got Gurch, a permanent vacation. Gurch also famously that? doesn't have a problem putting vulgar things on air. Yeah, this is true. I Usually mean, it's audio. Best starts right? of the show in the history of the show was. I think it all got dumped at the time. It was like two years I ago. Don't, I don't. I miss that. I wish we could play the game. There, there were some <laughs> technical uh, issues. Shocking. There were technical issues to start the show, Chris. And uh, Gertz's microphone was on. He didn't know it was on. And he was screaming up a storm. Yelling (laughs) F-bombs. Joe G's face, Chris, where you were sitting, just like... He yeah. was, he was <laughs> so, he could not move and I could not stop laughing. And, <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. the open had just started rolling and we're just like, do we uh, act do serious? We do we pretend that never yeah. happened? Yeah. That's <laughs> been deleted. And this is like a month into the show, by the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't worry. We can't afford the server space to save that clip anymore anyway. It's gone Um, i love it (laughs) all right we're gonna talk both al and nl mvp markets today ben brown sumer sports and pinnacle gonna join us an hour and five minutes from now to dive back into the nfl offseason nl in the final hour but coming up next al mvp there's a couple of yankees on the board who's gonna win the al west and how does that affect the market as well who do we like at the top who do we like maybe a little more value on that's all coming up on betql daily 